episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, getting queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Bula, welcome to Block Talk, where good things happen. With a week before our grand finale, we are set up for a purple person to win. But which one? It's time to start figuring it out as we talk all things Survivor 44. And finally, joining me on the pod is the king of Long Island, Ethan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, wow. This has been my favorite season since the new era of Survivor. Couldn't agree more. It's good people. We like good it people. Is great cast. Um, casting department, they deserve, they deserve an award. I don't know what award they give out for casting, but they deserve one. And I would just say the cold opening of the season starting off with Carolyn, I feel like it was very different. And mm-hmm. I think they just knew that they had someone special on their hands because she's like no other. Listen, maybe when they cast me, they'll have someone special too. <laughs> we'll find out. Exactly. Well, this is your first time talking about Survivor on the podcast. So what I love to do is with first-time guests is to let you introduce yourself to the audience and your history of Survivor. When did you start watching? So I definitely watched it as a kid um, with my family. Like, I just recently rewatched some of the old seasons. And I was like, oh, I remember this. I remember these people. So I'd say as a child, and then I kind of wasn't back into it until maybe six months ago. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I need to rewatch all these seasons and I became hooked and I was just watching them back to back. Cause I don't like to watch an old season while a new season is on. Cause I get yeah. like confused. So I, I filled in as many as I could before this new season started. And so, yeah, I'd say on and off pretty much. Do you have any favorite players or favorite seasons of all time? God. Um, I feel like this might be a cover, but right now, Carolyn, I feel like she's up there for me as one of my favorite. Um, hmm, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone else. I'd say, oh, oh my God. I loved China. That, I'd mm-hmm. say that was probably one of my favorite seasons, actually. I Listen, there are a lot of people who are along with us on that one. Because for me, for, uh, China's my favorite season. Oh, wow. Todd's one of my favorite winners. Um, I also, obviously, everyone knows I love Sandra. Um, mm-hmm. which who I got to meet a couple of weeks ago. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I just, I love a good season with a winner who plays a good social game because that's how I would win. I'm not going to be your physical threat. Yep. Um, if I even finish not last on every challenge, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> um, but listen, I, I think a good social game 
is what really makes a good season of Survivor. And I think that's why this season is so good. Yeah, couldn't agree more. All about social games. Well, let's dive into the episode. Carolyn had her moment at Tribal. She feels it was amazing as people were shocked. She played her idol for Carson, even though the numbers meant she didn't need to. Danny still went home. She got to whip out an idol and no one expected it. She does not regret her move playing the idol as it did ensure that she, Carson, and Jam Jam are together. And that was important for her. Now, Carson will ask Carolyn about the red axe from Tika in the birdcage. And remember that way back when, all those weeks ago? Well, she will admit that she is the bandit and she will share the story about how she found the idol. We're going to get a full montage of this story from Carolyn. But as Jam Jam says, he knows she was a great survivor player, but now she's letting everyone know how good she is. The target is getting bigger and bigger. Would you tell your tale or wait till final tribal? I would absolutely not say anything. I found it so cringe. I was, she just couldn't stop. It was like word vomit. I was like, girl, please stop. Like, like I get you're excited that you finally yeah. got to make your move and you got to reveal, oh my God, I have the idol. But knowing that you're this close to the end, you save it a little bit. You, you, yeah. You're like, this is how I get to tell the jury my story. Um, sure, there's going to be a lot of people who are not going to hear this story in this moment because they are on the jury, but you know, little silly goose Jamie's going to relay it all back to them anyway. Exactly. Exactly. I just, I just couldn't believe, I don't know. I felt it like so awkward for her watching it. Listen, I get it. There are things that I've kept a secret for a very long time. And the second I get to talk about it, oh my God, it is word, word vomit. Uh, but this is Survivor. You got to know um, the right moment to do it all. But Jamie will say that Carolyn is an example of don't judge a book by its cover as she may lead and distract with emotions, but she finds it very calculated. And that's how you know she's a good game player. All right. So they're finally figuring out she's good at this game. Which I find it funny because like as a viewer, I feel like... It- we always knew she was a good player. Sure. And now they're starting to realize. I mean, to oh. be fair, I probably on the island would have thought she's terrible because we don't get those moments in confessional when she exactly. explains it. But like from what they see, she's crazy. She's a wackadoodle. Yeah, exactly. They're just like this girl. <laughs> don't. That morning is coming. Jam Jam is snoring. Heidi is stirring. And Carson catches her and knows that Heidi is about to go look for an idol. Carson says that because an idol was used, he believes that there is another idol out there. The hunt is on. He's going to wake up Carolyn and they've got to go. Everyone is awake and they are searching. Meanwhile, I'll be like, can I just have like five more minutes of sleep? You're not going to find it while I sleep. Exactly. (laughs) I'd be the same way. Heidi reminds us that she has an idol in her pocket, but she still does not feel comfortable. She feels like as the last remaining Soka, she is the easy vote next. So imagine if she had two idols, she can play them back to back and be in the final four. Lauren will find a lizard egg. Um, Carolyn has a stick that looks like a penis. Friends, go back and look. Um, it looks like the full shaft of balls. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And I watched the episode twice, so I gotta have to. Yeah, um, it's like a very dark stick in the way she was holding it. Listen, I know she likes her things out there. It's like that, that little uh, lobster thing. Um, yeah, it looks like a penis. Anyway. <laughs> Lauren is luring Carolyn into a trap when she says there's something in a tree, but she's not climbing it. She doesn't know what game Carolyn is playing, but she's not bullying all of them. She is playing clueless, but she has strategy going on. She calls her weird, but lovable. And then when we get to the tree, it's just a coconut. I didn't, Listen, think, I didn't do the same. I didn't understand that. Was she trying to just 
distract her while she would look more like i was a little confused i I think lauren actually did think there was something next to the coconut but carolyn's like no and then she's like okay can you get me the coconut i think i think she was playing along yeah 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 now lauren will propose to jamie carson and jam jam that'd be the four of them in the final lauren wants carolyn out next as she should not have told the story about the idol carson will admit that she is playing a great game and Carson will sell that this is a good plan to Lauren and Jamie, but in reality, he wants to stay with Carolyn and Jam Jam. He wants a Rachu member to go, so he needs to pretend that they are working with Lauren and Jam Jam so they can make them feel safe. With four of them working together, the last two tribals, they feel comfortable, but he says they shouldn't as one of them is going next. We're going to find out if that's a fact. Now, after a really cool drone shot, we have a challenge in our midst. For this reward challenge, they will be randomly divided into two teams of three where one player will be strapped into a giant ball. They will guide their two blindfolded tribe members as they push the ball through a long winding course to a table maze where the person in the ball will guide the still blindfolded tribe members where they will race to finish the maze. First to finish wins a trip to the sanctuary where they will get a foot massage while enjoying sandwiches plus chocolate, cookies, fruit, juice, and iced tea. How do you do this challenge? Terrible. This challenge, I am not. I get nauseous very easily. Just watching it makes me feel nauseous. Uh-huh. Being that ball. I would definitely be the one to be pushing it because I just I don't know how any of them do that in inside yeah. the wall. Would you be able to be in there? Um, probably not because I would not be good enough for the maze. I don't think I would be able to navigate the maze properly. Yeah, same. I just would that would be a disaster. That challenge for me. Now, here's how our team shake out. We have on purple, Jamie in the ball with Heidi and Carolyn. On orange, it's Carson all strapped in, just how I like him, with Lauren and Jam Jam. Um, the challenge is on, and Carson seemed like he's done this before. Dare I say, I bet he's 3D printed it. Probably. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Now, we will see some crashing, and orange getting tangled in some weeds, literally. Uh, Carson's going to guide his team to an early lead, and yeah, it's basically over before it began. Yeah, he killed that challenge. I thought he was so good. He was he amazing. So calm the whole time. And yeah, he, he did really well. Now, not only is Purple struggling and falling behind, Carolyn is falling behind for Purple as she's literally a couple feet behind the ball. She's not even pushing it. Um, good for Heidi, though, being able to maneuver it on her own. I feel like Heidi was just like, Carolyn, I'll just do this myself. Yeah, Here literally. Right now. When they do get to the main course, we see Orange extend their lead as Purple is just trying their darndest. Orange is on the platform, and poor Carson is strapped in horizontally due to how they put him on there. Again, I'm sure he liked it that way. I was also curious. I would be like, move me so I can be straight up so I can see better. Like, Right. And, and that's what I would have thought. And I know there have been definitely versions of this challenge where people have been in very terrible positions, and they just don't have the time or strength to really maneuver it properly. Um, but again, I think he knew the puzzle well enough that he could probably have done it blindfolded. I just feel like that'd be so uncomfortable to, and who knew how long that actually took, how long he was like that for? Like, oh God. Like I said, that little kid, he probably enjoys it. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) The maze was Carson's forte as he definitely knew this one. He will guide Jam Jam and Lauren to victory. It's purple gets maybe a minute on the maze before it's over. Carson, Jam Jam, and Lauren will win reward, and this is Jam Jam's first reward aside from two bananas, which is, that sounds like a good time anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Jamie thinks this is a huge opportunity for um, her to talk to Carolyn and Heidi to convince them to break up Tika. But let's be honest, when this silly goose had his confessional, I knew this was her swan song episode. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It she was, doesn't get to talk strategy. She's not good at it. Yeah, exactly. Thought the same thing. All right, let's head to the sanctuary where Carson Jam Jam and Lauren are greeted by three faces they've never seen before. Hula, welcome to sanctuary where good things happen. Um, I feel like it would be weird to see new people for the first time in like weeks. What I always think in this stuff is, don't these players stink so bad? That's what I always think about when they're like, okay, yes like and this. no, because you do have access to the ocean and you could clean off and get salt water and, and, okay. and a little smelly less. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you if I ever get out there. Especially, did they? Do you think they go straight from the challenge straight there? Yes. Oh, fully. So then they're sweaty and gross. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, this food looked divine and I would have gone hard into it. Uh, give me a bite of everything. I mean, Jam Jam is going to start crying as he literally hasn't eaten in days. <laughs> yeah. Now, that that's the other thing I always wonder, would you stuff your face because you're so hungry or would you kind of be chill so you don't throw up? I'm so Well, I mean, we, we've seen Carson and the peanut butter jellies. Um, I mean, his body yeah. was just not meant for food because he worked his body out so much before the show. So any sense of food would probably like made him puke. Yeah. I would probably, depending on how what the food is, I would this food, I think I can go a little harder on because it's not as heavy. Like we've seen um with uh Grandpa Joe on um uh many seasons ago with Michelle, he puked it all up and had to get out of the game because he couldn't um yeah. stomach it literally. Uh so like if it's like meat skewers, maybe not. I'm not gonna go that hard, but sandwiches, finger sandwiches and 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 stuff, I think I could handle that. I say that now. Yeah. I think you're just so hungry you don't think about it. You're just like, I need this food, especially since he hasn't won anything, like he wants to eat this food. Right. I don't know. Now, me now when they finally gave him tacos a couple of weeks ago, that would have been over for me. I would have been like, I will stuff my face if I leave the game. I don't care. I had tacos. <laughs> exactly. Um, but if they gave me that pizza that everyone hates, I would say I will have a bite and I am out. Give me something better. <laughs> That's fair. Now we learned that this is what Jam Jam's husband and he do when they go on a vacation. Um, I'm glad that you can afford that. Uh, but fine, Ethan, next time we go on a vacation, we're getting massages. <laughs> okay um i've never really had a real massage ever um i have like once and i'm not it wasn't as amazing as i thought it'd be yeah maybe it was the person i don't know these ladies seem to know what they were doing yeah oh definitely now lauren as a single mom shares that she doesn't have time to pamper herself or go to a spa so she is thankful for these women getting on her feet and anyone with a foot fetish loved this episode i'm sure (laughs) definitely thought that too this was the most relaxing moment. Say it again. I was happy for Lauren, though. I feel like she deserved that. Absolutely. Like, when she brought that backstory that she doesn't get to pamper herself, like, I mean, it's not in the best situation right now. Like, she's probably starved. Oh, she just ate. But I don't know. I was happy for her. Yeah. So this is the relaxing moment. Foot massage, the waves crashing on the beach, and Jam Jam's like, okay, strategy. I'd be like, give me a minute, man. Like, let me let me just relax for a second. Uh, that being said, I don't know how long they were actually out there because it seemed like they were there, ate food, and went right back. Now, do you think like production's like, okay, now it's time for you to talk about this? Yes, that's how, exactly. how reality shows work. Yeah, exactly. So, like, but you're right. It's not as heavy handed on this show as it is on Drag Race. Drag Race, you can literally tell when someone's told to say something. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
So what's on Lauren's mind? Well, she wants to know what Jam Jam is thinking. He says that Carolyn's threat level went up big time and Carson notices that she is a huge threat. Now we know that Carson is playing Lauren to make her comfortable, but the real question, was Jam Jam in on this plan or was he actually all in on Carolyn? Now, Jam Jam is nervous about Carolyn. They have been together for the longest in the game. He loves her with all his heart, but there are only six. You have to start thinking about how to get to the end. His gut is saying it's Carolyn time. We know that this episode could have been an easy edit where it's Jamie, Jamie, the viewers were watching, it's Jamie and it's over. But they clearly wanted to have a little bit of um, terror for us viewers and Carolyn lovers. Of course. I don't know how much of this I believe from Jan Jim. I don't know if I fully think he was all in on getting rid of Carolyn or if it was just for camera. 100% he's playing the game. I don't think he wanted to vote for Carolyn. I think he's just making good TV. He knows what he's doing now. Yeah. Now back of the Loser's Lounge, they're a dragon. They just have to dig deep. That's my <laughs> former podcast about Survivor. Jamie believes that with Tika having three, they have to break them up. And Heidi says with, with three there, this is what the end will feel like. Um, projecting, perhaps, if she wins fire, because I don't think there's any other way she gets through. Jamie says it's perfect timing to have Carolyn there to chat. So the strategy is on, and she wants to know from Heidi and Jamie who the biggest threats are. Heidi will say that everyone loves Carson, and Jamie says if you want to hand him a million dollars, take him to the end. Carolyn will, Carolyn will say that she loves him, but there is no way. Now, note, she does not finish that thought. And I think that was very smart because I think there was a way of her saying there's no way she's voting for him, but she didn't admit that to them. Yep. Felt the same. That's good gameplay. Very smart, smart words. She knows what she's doing. Jamie wants to cause rifts in Tika as she thinks she can direct the course of the game. And once again, she is a silly goose. She is going to go in hard and refer to one of the guys when she says she would not be okay with them winning. Good thing the editors left out that uh, name because if I were Jam Jam or Carson, uh, she would have gotten a very strongly worded text message in her inbox. Uh, what do you mean she would not be okay with them winning? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just feel like she's like a cool, like I like her, but just with the edit is, I just can't imagine. Like it was just so obvious that she was going next for me. Yeah. Now, Carolyn knows that Carson is a big threat, but she will not use him, lose him yet. She will tell them that she is emotional, but not dumb to us. She wants her numbers and does not want Lauren, Heidi, and Jamie to team up. She is smart and knows that she needs Carson for at least one more vote. Now, with Heidi, Carolyn will get a chance to talk alone and say that she does not believe that Jamie will get rid of Lauren. Heidi will say that she does not trust Jamie either and tells Carolyn that she wants it to be her with Carolyn and Jam Jam. Okay, that could be an interesting projection of the final three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I cannot wait for next episode. I feel like Tika is, I, I don't know. I feel like someone's going to turn and they're going to try and get one out. Now, Heidi does not trust Rachi as they voted for her. She knows that there are a few plans out there, but she is headstrong on wanting the final three being her, Jan, Jim, and Carolyn. Now, without talking about the path specifically to get there, why do you think she wants that as her finale? And what would actually be her best trio for her to win? That's a good question. That's tough. I don't know. What are you thinking? I mean, I think her best play to win is actually uh, Lauren and Jamie because they do not have a game. And I think that they would be able to get a vote split out there as opposed to 
uh, Heidi being able to get like so many of her tribe and others who vote for her. So she wants to be with two other people who would split votes, but not Jam Jam and Carolyn because those two played a better game than she did. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I can't wait to see how this jury chooses. Like, I don't know. I think she's actually playing a more emotional game because she's focusing on uh, Lauren and Jamie because they voted for her as opposed to knowing her best path. Yep. Now the sanctuary trailer return and Carson wants to know if they have any rice in their bellies. He is so sweet and innocent. I can't wait to corrupt him. (laughs) It's, it's so funny. He's like the most precious little, like even just like viewing his Instagram stories, he's just the most innocent he is. Thing. And You're he like, does really so good cool. hugs. I can confirm that. Oh, I love that. Now, Jam Jam will tell Carolyn that they smell amazing, to which Carolyn will ask him to burp in her mouth and nose. Now, listen, uh, being away from comfort for this long, I get it. Your mind is wacky. But would you ever ask someone to do that? Absolutely not. That is vile. Disgusting. Absolutely <laughs> vile. Um, we're not kink shaming here, but if that's your kink, um, do you hear about it. Please, please tell me about it. Um, Jam Jam will oblige and was weird. Uh, she just wanted to smell chocolate. Um, she even admits that it was strange. Oh, she she knows she's weird. I think she's just embraced it at this point. She doesn't care. Now, we're going to see Jam Jam burp on demand. Can you burp on demand? Because I sure cannot. I cannot either. There are certain people who can do it. And good for oh, you. Yeah. I just cannot do it. Yeah, no, me neither. Well, now that her three stooges have returned, Carolyn is playing hard to get them all on the same page. First up, Carson. She will tell him that Jamie has been pitching him hard all afternoon. She will tell him that she is saying it makes sense as a way to not commit. He knows that they are trying to split them up as they are the power three. He is scared, but he knows that Lauren and Jamie are just trying to play a split. So Carolyn proposes that the next vote be Jamie or Lauren, and she thinks Lauren is the bigger threat, but they are playing a similar game. Now, Carson knows that Tika is strong, and they are massively getting to the point where they are the majority. Again, NASA kid. Three and three is not a majority unless he's looping Heidi in with them. It's four, two, or I guess he could be saying it's three, two, one, but add the one to the two and it's still not a majority. Math is hard. Not my thing. Not for me either, but I figured this one out better than NASA kid. (laughs) Look at you, smarty pants. I know. Right. (laughs) But this is the thing that I'm saying. Like, yeah, they are the majority because those three would be dumb to not turn against each other to last another week. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that he's back, Jam Jam will chat with Jamie as he tells her that Carolyn went from middle threat to biggest threat. He does not see himself with either Carson or Carolyn at the end. Uh, That's a very bold statement, and I hope he's just playing the silly goose. Um, Yeah, this is when I was starting to be like, oh, I think he's going to actually turn on them right now. Like, he, I feel like it's finally clicked in his head. It was like, okay, like, this is serious. We're towards the end. I got to be legit with this. Yeah, and that was the thing that I kept going back to is that mathing, number-wise, he would be gone next. He Like, yeah. he can't. None of the Tika 3 could turn. You could not mathematically do it. You would be yeah. gone immediately. But I really did think he was going to vote for Carolyn. I, I was yeah. nervous, yeah. Now, Jamie is surprised that Jam Jam wants to vote Carolyn, but she will go with the flow and target her even though she believes her biggest target is Carson. She just wants Tika gone. Jam Jam will t- tell jamie that he knows it's a working plan as he knows when he's being lied to it's his only superpower i wish i had that superpower maybe i know when my friends are lying to me all the time 
Exactly. <laughs> Jamie will say that she hasn't lied to him the entire game and hasn't voted for him at all. He is happy she didn't because everyone who has written his name down has been sent to the jury, which is a fact. Mm-hmm. Gays, we have vendettas. Do you think Carson's gay? Hopefully. I, <laughs> I really do. I really do. So do I. <laughs> I think so. It's just going to take him some time. He tweeted something the other day. I don't know what off the top of my head what it was, but I responded. I was like, Carson, are you gay? And I was hoping he would at least like it, but he didn't. <laughs> Listen, between the thirst traps and the face tuning, he's gay. He, I feel like he just has to be. I he don't has know. to be. Just maybe a little bit. Or he's just like so naive and nerdy and he just doesn't even know what he's doing. I don't know. I Maybe. I mean, if you told me he's still a virgin, I would still believe that too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, now after this, I'm sure every oh everyone does love him. So oh he and he knows it because I did get to ask him a little bit. I was like, how are you like taking the attention? He's like, I don't know how to process it. And how old is he again? He's like he's like 21. Oh yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't care. He's of age, and I if I want to, I can have it. Exactly. <laughs> oh god, I'm terrible. <laughs> anyway, Jam Jam is truly considering disconnecting from Tika. It's hard for him. He was excited to play when he got to Fiji, but now it's about him winning. He wants to win. Mm-hmm. I get it. I want to win too, so I would yeah. turn on people. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, let's get it on. It's immunity challenge time. Jam Jam gives back the immunity necklace as immunity is back up for grabs. In this challenge, they will use two ropes to balance a ball and a disc. At regular intervals, they will move farther back, making it more difficult. If the ball drops, they are out. Last person left standing wins immunity. How would you do in this challenge? Terrible. My arms would hurt in three minutes. Not even. No muscle? No muscle. Yeah, I don't know how I would do with this one. There are certain like endurance challenges that I could like handle. I don't know if this is the one for me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people do these challenges and they surprise themselves. So maybe I would surprise myself and do good. Who knows? I have shaky hands, so I don't think I would be very good at it. I know that about myself. All right. The challenge begins as they are just standing there for five minutes. Two ropes, one ball. And I was like, that sounds really kinky, Jeffrey. Wow. Okay. Um, (laughs) Remember that time? Two girls, one cup. Good times. Good times of the internet. (laughs) We will watch Jamie drop as this was easy, but then Carolyn drops and I'm starting to question how easy this challenge actually was because they're both gone and there's still three minutes to go in this first round. Then Carson's out. We have three left, Lauren, Jam, Jim, and Heidi. Now the balls are really moving. As Jeff says, when you're dealing with a ball and a disc, it's all about touch. Sometimes you need a light touch, sometimes more firm. Wow, this man is horny. I just feel like sometimes... When he, I would just be like, I, I can't listen to you. Like, I'm trying to... Come, well, like, I think I that was Jam Jam. What he has to do. Jam Jam was out immediately after he said that. I do think Jeff says this shit to really not only get Twitter to react, because they do, but to get the players to, like, laugh a little. Because, um, like, there, there was a whole moment within the uh, 20 seasons that he was very, very overtly sexual with, like, the things he would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 20s and 30s and it's like he knows this he knows that he's trolling us oh 100% it's Heidi versus Lauren and I gotta ask if the dream team is anticipating this being a long endurance challenge and it rare, like barely lasts what do they do with all the extra time I hope that the, the staff gets to have a party go swimming 
You think so? I mean, I would hope so for them. I mean, the worst thing is if the players have extra time, because that means there's extra time on the beach to have to strategize. Yeah, like I wonder if it's like a hangout thing. Like I'm so curious on what behind the scenes is really like. Yeah, I, I am too. Round two is on, and the ladies are eager to get a victory. We're going to watch some movement from Lauren, but she saves it. Heidi will save her ball, but cannot recover. She drops. Lauren wins individual immunity for a second time. Um, Good for her. I was very happy for her, but I did feel terrible for Heidi. Like, you can see, as they usually, when they lose, you could see in her face, she was distraught. Like, she did the right thing, gave her a hug, and was happy for her. But I really kind of wanted Heidi to win this. I feel like she's she, a fighter. She hasn't won anything, right? Um, no, I think she won one challenge. Oh, she did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what's Lauren's next move to make it to the final three? We're gonna head back into camp and find out. Uh, there's a lot of hammering going on. There's a lot of afternoon of deciding things to do, and of course, the first person we are gonna hear from is Jam Jam because they need a diversion edit because it's just too easy to let the silly goose go home. We need some drama and intrigue. Yep. No one is talking or moving as no one wants to come up with a plan. So the first we do see travel is Heidi with Carolyn, and they both find it weird that no one has said anything. Carolyn will ask Heidi if she would be willing to do Jamie, and she says they have been putting her name left and right, so of course she's down. But Heidi knows if she goes strong with Tika, it would be four against Jamie, and she could save her idol. Does she trust what she's told? Or use her idol? When Come on, lady. Next time Heidi can use her idol. Next week. Final Next five. week. Okay. See, I was thinking it was this week, and that's why she used it. Back but... in the day, back in the day in older seasons, it was six. Six was the number, but because they shortened the um, gameplay, uh, it's gone down to five. Okay. Maybe that's why I thought that. Now the three students will finally get a chat and they agree that it's not Heidi. So the votes are on Carolyn or Carson and Jam Jim will ask if they are strong on Jamie, which is why I was like, I think he's like really playing us and Jamie and Lauren because he's telling the other two that's the plan. Carolyn will tell Jam Jim and Carson that she told Heidi already to vote Jamie and it's a good thing she told them as Heidi will mosey on over and she will tell the boys that she will be very happy to write Jamie's name. The plan is locked in. Four on Jamie. Carolyn cannot trust Jamie or Lauren, but wonders if Jamie has an idol. And Jam Jam says she doesn't. And Carolyn does not believe that Jamie thinks, um, does believe that Jamie thinks she's comfortable enough to not play it should she have it. Which is why I think Jamie's just terrible at this game. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. Jamie will lead the charge that Carolyn is the biggest threat, but Lauren is worried that she does not trust that she would bring her to the end. So she is good to vote Carolyn. Jam Jam comes over and they will see if he would go along with it. They want to go hard on Carolyn, so he would have to talk to Carson. Jam Jam tells us that this vote would be a betrayal to Carolyn. She's done it to him, he's done it to her, but never against each other, which is a very, very important point here. Mm-hmm. Um, a good alliance is able to maneuver separately, yep. but still stay together. Mm-hmm. I guess if he were going to do it, this would be the time. And, and that's why I really did think he was going to vote her. Like, I thought this was the end. They're broken up. No more Three Stooges. But. Carolyn comes over. She is paranoid. And she will ask if Heidi, if it is Heidi, and there are sures and odds. Jam Jam says that this is the most difficult vote as he has to betray his biggest ally. I swear. Didn't he say that a couple times about Carolyn this season? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, again, another moment. I was like, I don't know how much I fully believe here. Yeah. 
we will get a chat between Carson and Jamjam where he asks if they think they can beat Carolyn in the end, and Carson firmly believes they can. Carson will listen to Jamjam as he's been his number number one. Does he really want to get Carolyn out? Jamjam thinks Carolyn can win, but Carson wonders if they can get her out at five. He thinks not and says that Carolyn can win fire making as she's practiced until she was bleeding. Have we seen her make fire yet? No, and this is another thing coming up to the longer episodes. Like, I hope we get to see stuff like this. Like, because when he said that, I was like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Can you make fire? Uh, yeah. I went to Boy Scouts and all that stuff. Look at you. Yeah. What, how, many, how many badges did you get? Oh, God, I have no idea. I stopped freshman year of high school. <laughs> Could you imagine a world in which Carolyn wins fire making? Like, that's the bizarro world for sure. That would be so iconic. <laughs> I would Car- love that. Right. Carson will note that Carolyn has played a great game as they have all underestimated her. He thinks she can win this game, but Jam Jam wants Carson to trust his gut. Carson's gut tells him Jamie, but he wants to do this together with Jam Jam. Carson likes loyalty, especially to him. And she has been loyal to him. So it's a difficult decision. It's difficult to navigate the end portion of the game. Carson's a really interesting player because he is very much in control of plans and thoughts and and being able to make them happen. But when he talks to his people, he can be very submissive and be like, well, whatever you want to do is fine with me. He's very good at working in alliance. Yeah, definitely. And then this is the point where I started to think, is he closer with Jam Jam or is he closer with Carolyn? I'm kind of feel like he's closer to Jam Jam now than he is Carolyn. And that's the thing. I think he has them both as their as his number one. But we know that Carolyn and Jam Jam are each other's number one. So like, I don't know where Carson really fits into this. Weird... And that's why this, this trio is so fascinating yeah jam jam is excited to play the game and live his dream but that would mean cutting the dream of someone he loves he's got a conflict in his head the number one reason to get rid of jamie is she has relationships but he knows that he has a better chance to win if carolyn is not there um i i i always joke about this on all these shows you're with people for what a week two weeks three weeks and you love them already I mean, I feel like if you're spending that much time with them, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, I'm trying to win that money. Like, Right, right. <laughs> um, and love is a very, very big word to just throw out there. Yeah. So it's head and heart. Does Jam Jam have the courage to take out Carolyn? Will he be strong enough to do it? He, his heart is breaking. Another crying moment for Jam Jam. It's a game, but it's not a game. That would just be me. That would be so me. I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. Oh, it's, I can't even imagine how stressful this whole thing is. I mean, you would think and hope that at the end of the day, you can go back and be like, it was a game and become and say friends. I say that now, but I think if someone betrayed me that hard, I would be like, fuck off. You're dead to me. Oh, forever? You think so? I think it depends. It really depends because no one gets in my way of my money. Now, how long is it from when they film to when it's airing? Like, I wonder if you have time to, like, get over it. You probably do. Uh, you probably do. And you also have the audience telling you to get over it, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twitter dictates how you feel sometimes. Yep. All right, we're going to journey to Tribal Council. And the jury respects this win for Lauren, which I thought was a really interesting tell here. 
Jeff will note that for the first time, they brought all their tribal supplies. Why? Because they are super fans of the show and they know that whoever survives this vote is not going back to their camp. They're going to a new camp. They have rice, machete, hammer, rope, paintbrushes. Expect the unexpected. They are prepared. Jam Jam notes that if they want to see rice tomorrow, Lauren has to bring it as she is the only one for sure, but then jokes that he should kept the rice as a human immunity idol as they would not get rid of him. Is this broken? I would not send them anywhere else anymore. I mean, now that it's obvious that they realize it's coming, maybe not, but I would say I would like to have seen whose idea it was to bring everything. Because you know right. that one person was like, wait, guys, I think we should bring everything with you us. Pro- you bet you know who it is. I don't know. 3D printer. You th- okay. I think I it was 3D printer. Yeah. NASA I boy did definitely knows the it. game pretty well. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like there are some seasons where you can't tell anyone you're a super fan of the show or you're out of there. I feel like we're now in the era where everyone is some level of super fan yeah. where it's okay. You're allowed to show your co- true colors. All right, so Jeff says that an immunity win on the right day can change the course of the game, and Carson agrees that when there is six people left and idols at play, anything can happen. Jamie says there is a big portion of idols and advantages played in discussions, and they anticipate for all of them. Obviously, this is in reference to her dumb, dumb move of giving her advantage to Kane the night he left. Oh, man, remember that. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> and isn't it funny that she's the one calling Carolyn out for uh, sharing all the information about her story and then she's the one who did it literally the second yeah. Kane was gone yep exactly hypocrite anyway <laughs> Jamie says the scale of oh never mind Jam, Jam Jam says that there is not a conversation that does not include the possibility of an idol and it's scary to him that one person can decide what happens and vote for five and the vote for five people doesn't matter so Jamie says the scale of excitement and terrified went up and down as all their names were out there but quotes be the change you want to see in the world as they can make the moves they want to see in the game. Have I mentioned I don't care for her one iota? Um, <laughs> that was the inspirational quote bullshit that I just can't stand from people. Maybe no. it's me. No, I no, can't. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't, yeah, it's just bull. Be the change you want to see in the world. Bitch, I've tried that strategy. It don't work. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, so, I don't know. I don't eat that shit up at all. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, she's a yoga lady. She does that shit. She has people who pay her to say that stuff. Exactly. Um, Not me. Not when we're out out on the island. I would vote you out. Jam Jam will be asked if it's every man for themselves or if there are groups. He will say that there might appear to be groups, but that doesn't mean anything. And the way that Carolyn's head turned, you thought she was being exercised. Mm-hmm. with the wide now, eyes too it's so funny. now we know that sometimes the editors will like put photo like video of like things that happen later on or they like slice and dice and frankenstein and i do think that reaction was accurate for in the moment oh definitely yeah he goes on to say that they have to be in everyone's head to know what they want this final tribal council to look like he doesn't have that superpower um, I wish I had the superpower to read minds. Do you? No. No, why not? I don't think I want to know. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, just I'm good with that. <laughs> what superpower do you want? Ooh, I think invisibility would be fun. 
that would be fun i i listen i love being a lurker on situations and knowing things i yeah. shouldn't know i'm here for that and not even just that like think about all the things you can get away with going without having to pay like you can go on vacation That's true. and not have to pay like there's so That's much you true. can do with it but then you can't document your vacation because you're invisible but then once i'm there can i turn it off <laughs> i can get arrested for uh, breaking and entering but you could try true true <laughs> Well, this whole moment's going to prompt Jam Jam to say that he doesn't know what Jeff is thinking about, and they're all going to laugh, and Jam Jam is TV gold. I, I feel like Jeff needs someone who's the comic relief of Tribals all the time, because it can get it can get deep and dark and yeah. heavy. Oh, definitely. Carolyn, we'll, uh, Carson will say that sometimes they are working together, and sometimes it's more jumbled. Sometimes you work with the group, and on the day of Tribal, they break up and could be the case tonight. Again, Carolyn's head. Now, I don't know how much time and what they can talk about, but we know that there are alliances in the history of Survivor that have had discussions about diversion strategies in tribals, where you say one thing, but you as an alliance know the truth. Yeah. Is it possible they were just playing them all in this moment? I mean, based on the results, obviously, but... I feel like they had to have been, because... In a little bit, Jim Jim says something. I don't remember off the top of my head exactly what it was, but I was like, oh, he's voting for Carolyn. I yeah. really thought that he was that was the end of it. But now I realize, yeah, I think they were just playing everyone. They know what they're Jam, doing. Yeah, Jam Jam says breakup is a huge word, especially at this point. Going down to five, it's emotional. They are not talking about a stranger. It's 23 days of living together. It's hard to say it's the right decision in your head, but not your heart. He says that if he were on the other side of the TV, he would be screaming at himself, but he's there and not on the couch. It's one of them or him, and it can't be him or Lauren. See, again, he's got the humor all the time. He knows what he's doing. Now, Carolyn says that there's nothing wrong being an emotional player, and they can all attest to the fact that she has been extremely emotional, but it doesn't mean someone can't be strategic and emotional. She will say she is both, and I'm glad she put it out there because that's exactly the game I would play. She goes on to say that she promised herself and her son that she will not apologize for crying. When someone lies to you in a game, it's a big blow, so she will not deny that emotion. Jeff notes that this vote will be emotional, and Carolyn will wonder if this is her goodbye speech, which will prompt Jeff to lead her to say that. She says that there are a lot of, uh, there are not a lot of people left. It's an intimate group, and they are all loving on each other, and it's real. So Jam Jam is asked how he feels about the vote. He will say that the person leaving is the person who needs to leave for everybody's game. And that sure sounded like Carolyn. Yep. I jaw dropped to the ground when he said that. I was like, this cannot be happening right now. But it's interesting because if you really do analyze it, which we'll do momentarily, Jamie leaving is good for everybody's game as well. Yeah. I mean, now we know we know the results. Now I can see that, but like moment. it's good for lauren not to have jamie because they were playing a similar game it's good for tika to not have uh jamie because they don't they have the majority and it's good for heidi because the bitch wrote her name down so yep. in the way jam jam said the truth but made us think it was something else exactly and that's how you do a uh, good travel council is you take things that are so vague but so pointed that no one really knows what's happening I'm so curious on how I would do in that situation. I feel like it would be so awkward. I, I think I would get yelled at by Jeff to say something all the time because I would probably not want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta be afraid to, honestly. Yeah. It's time to vote. And Jeff returns. Any idols? Well, Heidi is 
paranoid and she's going to play her idol for herself. No votes for Heidi will count, but by a vote of four to two, Jamie's voted out. So we're going to have Jam Jam, Carson, Carolyn, and Heidi vote for Jamie with Jamie and Lauren voting for Carolyn. Let's discuss it. Was it the best move? I, I'd say the best move is not voting for Carolyn <laughs> just because I want her to win. But um, yeah, I think that last minute when they all decided to vote for Jamie, I think it was, like yeah, you said, I, it, was, it was the best move for. I agree. It really was. Because again, if, if you allowed Lauren and Jamie to stay together another week, you could have possibly seen Jam Jam really get swayed over. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, so I don't know who really controlled this vote. Was it Jam Jam? Was it Carson? Was it Carolyn? Or was it them as a trio? But they, they made a very good move and also being able to secure Heidi on their side. It was a good move for Heidi. I think it was them as a trio. Like I, I really think they're smart and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Now it's time to go to a new beach with their supplies. I really hope this is the last time we see that. Me or too. give them supplies or something. It's not cute anymore. Like, yeah. it's almost fans like, of this game, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey Ropes. They know they're going to hack your game. Yeah, and you know, as soon as they get there, it's probably going to start raining. Oh, literally, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. What is Jamie's legacy? <sighs> boring. As I sip my tea, <laughs> just boring. I don't know. She didn't really do it for me. I didn't really see her as someone I was really into at all. She kind of was just in the background the whole season. I hate to say that, but it she is. was a silly goose. Um, yeah. It was just funny for me. And I know a lot of people who've come on the podcast, like you're really harsh on her, but it's like, she wasn't a good game player. She right. wasn't good for this kind of game because I don't think she really understood the strategy of this new era of the game. And her thought processes were never right. She was never with the right ideas or right alliances. And again, when uh, when she thinks she told the story of her idol and everyone thinks they're on board and then none of them believe it, that means they didn't they don't trust you. They don't think you're smart enough to even tell a true story. Yeah. I I, I mean it's probably so hard. Like I can't even imagine what they go through. Like they think they're probably doing so well, but then I don't know. I feel like the game is a lot harder than what we really think it's is. Yeah. All right. Who's in danger girl. Lauren. I think Lauren has to go next. If she doesn't want immunity, like there's no point of even yeah. playing around. Like you've already solidified four people here. Lauren has to go. Yeah. But now we're going to tie it to our next, the last question here after 12 episodes, the winner of the season is let's get to our finale. Let's figure out who's winning. <laughs> I just feel like Carolyn has just been incredible. I just loved her the whole season. She is reality TV gold. I just, I would love to see someone like her win. I'm going to stick with Jam Jam because I said it from episode one. I've like faltered a little bit, but I've said with, stayed with Purple. I think Jam Jam's going to win. I do think someone from Purple is going to win. So if we are eliminating Lauren at five, four is going to be our fire maker. If Carson wins immunity, he's putting Heidi and someone in fire making. I don't know which one of the two it is. If he if they really do think Carolyn is good at fire making, he'll throw Carolyn in there. If 
Jam Jam wins. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he would take one of the Tika or take Heidi. Carolyn, I believe, would take Carson. I think Jam Jam right now, like when he went off about saying how good she is at fire making and that she made herself bleed, I think he's now in it to win it. So I don't think he would bring Carolyn with him. I don't think any of the th- those three of them are going to put themselves into fire making to try yeah. to get a win. Um, I have this weird feeling because good things don't happen to me often. I don't think my final three of the Tika three actually happening is going to happen. I have this weird gut feeling that Heidi is going to end up winning that last immunity. Mm-hmm. I could possibly I think, I think she thinks of the three of them. Jam Jam is the weakest possibility to win. She'll bring Jam Jam with her. I can't believe I'm going to say we're going to lose Carson before the finals. Based, if, based on that scenario. What does Heidi know that Carolyn is an amazing... I don't think she knows that, but I think she thinks she has less of a chance to beat Carolyn than she does Jam Jam. I mean, I and I also think I also think she has like that Puerto Rican pride that she would like honor their their bond and say like, "Look, two Puerto Ricans in the finals." Exactly, like they have that connection for sure. I definitely think she'll bring Jam Jam. I just don't know if Carson. I don't know who else she would choose. Yeah, I don't think Carson can three D print his way into a victory. But I feel like fire making challenge. Fire making. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can you can you light a fire in space? (laughs) No. No, I don't think so either. Um, I don't know. It's and that's what's exciting is knowing that there are a couple possibilities here. Of course, my heart really wants Tika three to really say, "Look, you can stay strong with your original alliance and make it to the end." And that could be a good winning strategy because we've not seen that in a very long time. Um. I think Heidi's going to be our um, be our person to ruin it, and that's okay because I do respect her game and her thought process. She's not winning. No, I will say though, Heidi was another one I didn't really care for that much, but as the season progressed, I really started to like her more and more and more each episode. Yeah, I mean, again, it goes back to the casting of the season. They are all, for the most part, likable characters. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we had some of the macho men that I could care less for. Um, did not really care for Nerdy Matt. Um, oh. But almost everyone else, like there, there was something likable and something to root for each person. And you got to have that. I feel like everyone in that jury but Danny, I just could not stand Danny. Yeah, I mean, like I said, macho bros, not for me. Like, maybe, maybe I should not play Survivor because apparently I can't play with anybody. <laughs> Only a group of gays. That's all I can do. Um, Old gay survivor, that would be hilarious and messy drama, yes. Um, but I'm, I'm here for it, I'll take it. I don't know, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Um, and again, I think it is gonna come down to a jury speech. I don't know if the jury is going to be able to understand Carolyn's game, yeah. She's gonna word vomit, and it, it's it's gonna be so cringe to watch. I don't know. And this is unfortunate. It's an, it is ageist. I don't think this jury would actually want to award Carson money. I think he's, they think he's too young. You think so? Um, I do. I feel like everyone sees him as like an adorable little brother. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they're like, the little one should not get the money. I should have okay. it. Um, and then Jam Jam. Sure. Sometimes he says things that are not the most intelligible, but he's so lovable. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't think this is going to be like a Todd Herzog jury moment where he's going to sweep the room and be like, this is what happened. None of y'all could talk. It's not going to be the most colloquial of final travels unless Carson's there. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting and I cannot wait to see it. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to miss the season. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to miss it. I'm sad. This is a really good season. Jeffrey, if you want an even better season, cast me. um yeah we'll see if that happens are you auditioning i am i'm gonna do it this year first time um what is the audition process like you gotta make a little video and well so i was hoping actually that i was gonna be able to film a little cameo moment with jam jam at DragCon, but he unfortunately did not go but i did film a little moment uh at DragCon, like welcome to my jungle and you're like pan out and see all of DragCon. I'll have some videos and like my podcast and stuff. So I'm, I'm going to make it me, but I'm going to be the gay that got off the couch. Yeah. I'm going to turn <laughs> the serene moment into the gay that got off the couch or the gay that got out of the podcasting chair, something like that. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not hopeful, but the reason I am applying is because of Jam Jam. I was like, first time I feel like I saw someone who played a game that I would play like. Yeah. No, I respect that. And I would love to see you on it. Yeah, I mean, as long as they can provide some sort of sunscreen and like some <laughs> like that. vitamins, I think I could do it. Maybe I like want to do it, and I tell everyone that I want to do it, and everyone's like, "Ethan, you wouldn't last three seconds. You'd be out before the cameras even get there." <laughs> but that's good TV. I'm here yeah. for it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe if there's a blood versus water season, we'll be friends and allies and get on the same season and then i'll vote you out wow rude. <laughs> kidding kidding all right where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug um instagram at ethan croucher um i'm not gonna give my venmo i don't need any money i'm just doing this for fun um yeah i guess on instagram at ethan croucher amazing well thank you so much for doing this i can't wait to have you back for another podcast soon maybe drag Maybe drag. Yes. <laughs>